0: Listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash Gold, and I am none other than Dustin Gold. All right, folks. Mr. Conservative himself, what is he up to? What's he involved with over the last week, ladies and gentlemen? Let me show you this little article over at Bloomberg.com. And the title of this is Palantir Extends Controversial Defense Contract That Google Abandoned. Palantir, Peter Thiel, started with CIA money via InQtel, the CIA's venture firm. Actually, as we showed you in the past, it's CIA, FBI, DOD and NSA money all pushed through the CIA. And then there's dark budgets involved. So we don't even really know how much they're involved with, but we know that they are admittedly behind over 500 Silicon Valley companies. Some of which are publicly traded like Palantir. So you have Peter Thiel here with Palantir and I'm not going to get into all of Palantir. I've done the history of Palantir on this show a couple of times But what I want to do is let you know what Palantir is up to because Mr. Conservative, Mr. Conservative Libertarian speaks at the National Conservatism Conference. And that uh, speech, folks, we might eventually analyze it. It went into... You know, the tech curse, it was called. So he talks all about technology. But it goes on to say in this article, Palantir Technologies Incorporated has re-upped and expanded more contracts with the United States government that have been controversial within Silicon Valley. Now, screw Silicon Valley. you know It's all games over there. Everything we read is propaganda. But the point of this is, is that Peter Thiel who claims to be this conservative, is just raking in the dough from the U.S. government helping build the technological prison planet, the technocratic matrix. Over and over and over again, he takes money from the government. Him and Elon Musk. I mean, major, major welfare queens, these two. And they both came out of the uh, PayPal mafia, so would you expect any less from these two gentlemen? goes on to say the defense department awarded the data analysis software company a broad deal to develop and deliver artificial intelligence and machine learning capabilities for the special forces now we know all about the special forces who helps pick the guys over at the special forces and i'm not looking to get myself into trouble as i've said here on this show if you serve thank you for your service I'm sure you had no idea what you were getting involved with. I'm sure you thought you were fighting to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from enemies foreign and domestic. I'm pretty sure most of you did. But as many of you have admitted to me, you realize later that you were flim-fimmed, and it's very hard to say that publicly because you will dishonor your fallen brothers and sisters, and I completely 100% understand that. But it says right here, To develop and deliver artificial intelligence and machine learning capabilities for the special forces, the joint staff, and all branches of the U.S. Armed Services. But the special forces, we know that Dr. Charles Morgan III is involved with helping select those guys. And then you know they want to strap them all up with cyborg capabilities, plug brain chips into their heads, give them artificial lenses so they can see like a hawk, you know, give them... uh, two-way brain devices. Yeah, everything that Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane Dullius talk about. And eventually we'll get to James Giordano, but slowly we've been working our way there, folks. I'm trying to do this in order for you. But I thought it was time today to step back out into the real world because we go so deep into these podcasts and then we don't connect it to what's going on in the real world. So here's Peter Thiel, Mr. Conservative. It says the deal is worth up to $229 million over one year. The company announced Thursday. Well, he did say he's a capitalist. Some would call him a crony corporatist, but I don't know. It's just uh, how you look at how you look at things, you know, to each his own. It says Palantir co-founded by conservative billionaire Peter Thiel. No one has explained to me yet what makes this man a conservative. It says has made support of the U.S. and its allies core to the company's identity. Thiel has attacked Palantir rival Google for eschewing work with military applications. Palantir's latest deal is part of a program previously known as Project Maven, which made headlines in 2018 after employees in Alphabet Inc. Google objected to developing AI capabilities for the Defense Department. That is such total BS, this article basically runs cover for Google because we know all of the different programs that Google is involved with with the government. For God's sake, Internet came from ARPA, the precursor to DARPA. We just talked about that the other day. Google is doing mind reading, mind mapping, all types of stuff for the government. Google controls Google Earth, which Google Maps, which is in everyone's car that was started with CIA money. The CIA runs all the intelligence for the military, folks. I mean, it's all one big company called the state, and they're all part of it. So for them to even say... That there was some outrage from employees at Alphabet about working with the DOD is such bogus nonsense. How about you tell the employees the truth? That if you stop working with the DOD and the state, you'll be out of a job too. They'll replace you with a robot tomorrow because your entire company is part of the DOD. I mean, come on. This article goes on to say, Google ditched the contract and Palantir took the lead using artificial intelligence and machine learning to improve existing video recognition software and analysis to increase the accuracy of actions like drone strikes. You know, so Peter Thiel there, Mr. Conservative, yeah, it's all about protecting the United States while he's working on engineering humanity out of existence. So, remember... The speech I showed you in 2008 at the Singularity Conference when he said that Singularity, the merger of man and machine, would either deliver a boom of investment opportunities or a boom that would destroy the entire world. All right, that's Peter Thiel. Now he's providing technology for drone strikes, but it doesn't matter. Like he had a choice. Palantir was started by the CIA with their money. Peter Thiel is owned by them. He's a puppet for them. It goes on to say, partly founded with seed money from the Central Intelligence Agency. At least they put that in there. Following the September 11th attacks, Palantir has deep nationalistic roots. Right. Yeah. The CIA is so nationalistic. It goes on to say, Theo and Chief Executive Officer Alex Karp labeled Google's abandonment of Project Maven as anti-American. And Palantir, famously for... Uh, swore doing business in China and other countries not allied with American interests. Yeah, okay. You, you got to see what Palantir is involved with overseas, folks. All right. So it has nothing to do with nationalism. That's so bogus. I mean, this is such a bogus piece of trash article because the journalist isn't even going to dig into the truth. But let's continue. I'm using this for a reason. Earlier this week, Palantir announced another deal with the United States, renewing its contract with Homeland Security Investigations, a division of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE. The latest contract is worth $95.9 million over a five-year period, the company said. Palantir has received criticism for its work with ICE in the past. So there you go, folks. You got $100 million from ICE, uh, which is doing nothing, okay? They're not stopping anyone. And then a $230 million contract, so it's $330 million in the last couple of weeks that Peter Thiel's taken from the government. Meanwhile, he's in a $100 million deal with the IRS to use the original technology of Palantir, which was to hunt down terrorists based on their financial transactions. But they're using that technology to hunt down you because he has carte blanche from the IRS to troll through your phone records, your social media accounts, and your financial transactions to harass american people yet he is some kind of a conservative he's some kind of pro-liberty libertarian meanwhile he's building this prison planet cyborg world technology and focused on the idea of singularity merging man and machine on top of it we showed you the do not pay dot com robot lawyer that he's behind which is to get you to upload all your personal information to him while he's working with the IRS and then he's involved with the company looking for data on women's menstrual cycles at the same time that the National Institute of Health is finally admitting publicly that the COVID vaccine, all nine variations of it, all nine companies, is affecting women's menstrual cycles. You've got this guy behind all of this stuff, folks. He's behind mind twinning. He this guy is not a conservative. So anyway, you get to just see, I wanted to show you the money that he's making right now, Mr. Conservative, Mr. Fiscal Conservative. And then on top of it here, I don't normally do palace intrigue, but what the hell? This was sent over to me by by Maria Albanese also. This is on uh, Axios.com. Scoop, Peter Thiel's D.C. mansion renovation. So as he's raking in hundreds of million dollars, Mr. Conservative, under government contracts, building prison planet technocratic transhumanist technology for the government, helping expand artificial intelligence and helping chase you and I down and harass us with the IRS in cooperation with Biden's new 87,000 agents they'll be employing soon. Uh, He's over here doing a $1.6 million renovation that includes two additions and scrapping an existing pool for a new one. And I'm not going to get into the details here. If you want to see this, you could just look it up, folks. Scoop, Peter Thiel's D.C. Mansion renovation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I had to get Thiel in there. I really did because uh, Maria sent me his speech from National Conservatism Conference. And I said, all right, that's it. Time to revisit Thiel. What's he up to? Oh, look at this. Another contract for Palantir. Oh, look at this. Another contract for Palantir. I mean give me a break folks the guy is nothing more than a government welfare queen helping to engineer humanity out of existence and somehow the conservatives like to put him up at the podium and call him some kind of a hero some kind of a capitalist come on folks give me a break all right i need to take a break ladies and gentlemen this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is me, Dustin Gold, right here on the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. All right, folks. This information came out over the weekend. I didn't have time to cover it, so let me jump right into it. We mentioned that Elon Musk was going to be running his AI conference, Artificial Intelligence Conference. I think on the last show I talked about it. And so that took place, ladies and gentlemen. And so he unveiled his Tesla robot. All right. So it would not be the dust and gold standard if we did not show you a little bit uh, from the conference. And the point of this, folks, the point of this is I just want to keep putting out there keep reminding you that the technocratic transhumanist movement is on the March. It is on the March and they've got Elon Musk out there at this point, folks, at this point, he's almost just, um, I, I I don't want to discount him, but he's like a goofball, uh, propagandist, the front man, you know, Billy Mays, you know, selling us the cheapo version of what the government is actually doing. And so when I, when I first did Musk, about a six-part series, it was to get into the Neuralink brain chip. And I wanted to show you how when he goes on Joe Rogan's show, their job is to normalize the technology, to desensitize people to it, to humanize the technology. And so what you're going to start to see more of now As we move forward further into the government's involvement with this, as I went on a rant a couple shows ago on the state, that the state is behind all of this. And you're going to see more of these guys like Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane DeUlias talk about how they need the public to accept this. And so it happens in ways like the Bruce Willis story. It happens with some of the influencers that are now talking about this stuff. Like I said, they're going to turn it into just a political argument over like a tax increase to the point where you're bored with it. And that is not the point over here. That's why I keep making this clear. Don't ever attach me to what these clowns are doing. They trot out the clowns to normalize this, and they push it out to various channels. So even the MAGA folks that are still hanging around listening to some of these influencers are going to be desensitized to this, and they're not going to get the true information. They're not going to see that the state is really behind this, and that's where we're moving with this information. You know, it is the government that puts Elon Musk out there to basically run these demos. So you're going to see this. This is real life Tony Stark. People glorify him. They love him. They think he's magnificent. They think he's out there to save humanity. When in fact, he is part of the transhumanist movement to engineer humans out of existence. We did six shows on him. I proved that through his own words. I don't need to harp on that. But while he's out there trotting around his dancing robot and at one point having his team actually have to pick up the robot, move it out onto the stage. Now, some people cut up some clips of that and they put it out out of context. I'm going to show you what actually happened because it wasn't like they were trying to fool people. He actually said it wasn't ready to walk, but he's bringing out this tech That is sort of the shiny, sort of goofy version of what the government is actually doing. Um, So, this article came out here. It's Mashable.com. Elon Musk unveils his Tesla robot, and it's at least a robot. Two years ago, after the Boston Dynamics Dancing Robots ad, Tesla brings you this. And so, it says, Elon Musk unveiled prototype versions of Tesla's Optimus Robot at Tesla's AI Day 2022 event on Friday. They were, well, definitely robots. And so, I'm going to just show you the video rather than... Uh, read this article, and so you get to see Elon Musk standing up on stage in his black leather jacket. I'm telling you, folks, this is Tony Stark from Iron Man when he stands on the stage and he unveils his Iron Patriot and all of his uh, Iron Man suits. It's basically what they're doing, and a bootleg version because Musk isn't on such a glorious stage as Tony Stark was. But you get the point, folks. Let me just play you a little of this. I'll analyze it a little bit for those of you in the audio-only audience. And then we've got to move on because I need to show you some stuff that came out of uh, the World Economic Forum. And we really need to get back to Dr. Peter Emanuel because I want to finish up that uh, podcast analysis for you. Because there's so much more important stuff on the horizon. All right, let's play this clip. Uh, this is the whole three-hour and 23-minute um version that I got a hold of and so I'm fast-forwarding up to about 15 minutes I'm just going to show you a couple key points here. All right, let's go So Musk is up there in the letter
1: We've got some really exciting things to show you Um, I think you'll be pretty impressed Uh, I do want to set some expectations with respect to uh, our Optimus robot as, as you know, last year, it was just a person in a robot suit. Uh, but uh, we've, now, we've come a long way, and it's, uh, I think, we, you know, compared to that, it's going to be very impressive. Uh, and um, we're going to talk about uh, the advancements in AI for full self-driving, uh, as well as how they apply to, uh, more generally, to real-world AI problems, like a humanoid robot, and, and uh, even going beyond that. Um, I think there's some potential that what we're doing here at, at Tesla could uh, make a meaningful contribution to uh, AGI. Um, and, um, and I think actually Tesla's a good entity to do it from a governance standpoint because we're a publicly traded company with, with one class of, sh- of, of stock. And that means that the, the public controls Tesla. And I think that's actually a good thing.
0: Okay, okay. So do you hear what he's doing here? Tony Stark is standing there in his leather jacket looking like uh, David Copperfield back in the day of his uh, television illusions, is standing there and making the case to you, the American public, that Tesla should have the right to be the ones to develop agi and to develop artificial intelligence and to develop these humanoid robots and humanoid robotics inside of the tesla vehicles because from a governance standpoint they are a publicly traded company and therefore then uh, the public owns them and so they make the calls And therefore, if anyone is going to engineer humanity out of existence and replace them with humanoid robots to, I don't know, act in movies, wait tables, or work at a grocery store, then it should only be Elon Musk and Tesla that should be allowed to have the ability to move forward and advance the government's anti-human technology. You should give him the right to do that because, after all, Tesla's a publicly traded company. How many publicly traded companies out there do evil, horrible things? I think many of them. And so that's the case he makes. And if Joe Rogan was there, he would have said, yeah, man, that's cool. I want you in charge of everything, dude. You need to be the one to govern this, man. If anyone's going to put brain chips inside of people, it's going to be you, man. And you guys got to see that on the Joe Rogan Experience 2018 and 2020 interviews with Elon Musk that we analyzed in detail on this show. All right, let's continue with Tony Stark.
1: Um, so if I, if I go crazy, you can fire me. This is important. <laughs> Maybe I've I'm gone kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to talk a lot about um, our progress in AI, autopilot, as well as the progress uh, in, uh, with, with Dojo. And then... Uh, We're going to bring the team out and uh, do a long Q&A so you can ask tough questions, um, whatever you'd like, uh, existential questions, technical questions, uh, but we want to have as much time for Q&A as possible. So uh, let's see, with that.
0: Okay, now after listening to him just for about a minute, minute and a half, you have to say to yourself, folks, even if you're not watching, you're just listening in the audio only... um, Portion uh, of the audience, you'd have to say to yourself, this is definitely the man that I trust to be in charge of engineering humanity out of existence. He is the one. I mean, he is a fantastic human being. He looks so cool in his black leather jacket. He is definitely the one, if anyone is going to be allowed to genocide humanity off the face of the earth then it should be this man i think he will be very ethical in his approach he has smoked a joint and drank whiskey with joe rogan so that makes him a man i want to drink a beer with so if anyone is going to kill all of the humans this is the guy to do it so, i mean if you had to pick between the characters we've reviewed here at the dust and gold standard i'd say musk is the guy that i would put in charge of killing me all right let's continue
1: because what Anything? Hey guys, I'm Mila, uh, and I work on autopilot, and it is Laba. And I'm Lizzie, a mechanical engineer on the project as well.
0: Okay, so up on the screen, for those of you who haven't seen this, so cute, man. Their logo, sort of for the pitch and the release of this Optimus robot, are two robot hands coming together and forming a heart, like a heart shape, like a cupid heart. And so you'll see that actually, too, on the T-shirts of the engineers they're wearing it. It's two robot arms with the hands making uh, the shape of a heart. How cute. Robots love you, folks. They love you. They're not here to replace you or kill you. They're definitely not here to replace you, unless, of course, you work in the service industry. All right, let's continue.
1: Okay. Um, So should we we bring up the bot? Before we do that, we have one... One little bonus tip for the day. This is actually the first time we try this robot without any backup support. Cranes, mechanical mechanisms, no cables, nothing. Yeah, want to do it with Rick you guys tonight, but it's the first time, well, let's see. You ready? Let's go. go.
0: All right, guys. So what you're seeing now is the screen is splitting open where the two robot hands meet together in the shape of a heart. And now uh, the robot is coming walking out from behind the stage. And so, you know, it's it's like a metal skeleton looking robot, very similar to uh, Terminator when all of his skin melts off. All right, let's continue. I'm just lowering the volume so I can narrate this. It's spinning its hand. They've got some disco lights behind it. So it looks like it's in a pink and blue tunnel, pink and blue boy and girl, the fusion of the two, right? So it's not a boy. It's not a girl. It's a humanoid robot. Now it's walking across the stage. I'm waiting for that Indian guy from, uh, (laughs) what was that movie? Um, oh man, I forgot the name of that movie. Johnny five, Johnny five alive. Johnny Five Alive. So now it's doing like a weird wave. Short Circuit was the name of that film. Johnny Five Alive, Johnny Five. (laughs) All right. So the robot basically now pumping its arms in the air, but a major feat that they can have it walk, folks. It's like while the government is working on engineering humans out of existence, they have Tony Stark come out here with this robot. Okay, so the engineer just said the robot and the, the computer in the chest is inside the Tesla self-driving cars.
1: The robot has operated without a was on stage tonight.
0: All right, so it's walking backstage now, folks. The presentation is over. All right, so Elon's going to talk for a minute here. Let me actually pause this for a second. I'm, what I'm going to do, I, I want you to actually see. Um, I, I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I figure since we've covered Musk so much, I might as well let you actually see uh, what they've got in the works. Um, they're going to bring another robot out on the stage. This one is skinned with like a, you know, like a shield skin, so instead of having all the wires hanging out of it, It's actually got a casing on it. That's what I went to school for, industrial design, the outer casing. So they had the industrial designers build the casing around this thing. But it's going to show you what the world looks like from the perspective of the robot's eyes, what it sees. And I think that's actually important because it's going to lead us into the next piece out of the World Economic Forum. And so uh, I was just looking at my notes I put together before the show, and I I do have to show that to you. All right, folks. So what we're going to do is you got a little taste of Elon Musk here, Tony Stark out on the stage. they got the Robots Love You t-shirts. And so when we get back, I'll show you the rest of this, and that will lead us into the World Economic Forum piece featuring the CEO of Nokia. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold.